now because Maggie Haberman has spread the rumor that Trump, I would love to know that he's doing this just to punk people like Maggie Haberman and anti-Trumper conservatives in, you know, whatever, whatever outlets they work for. That he's going around telling everyone he's going to be re-inaugurated or reinstalled in August. I don't think anybody thinks that's true. But there's a whole whisper. Well, Trump is saying it. He's telling people. If you don't know when you're being screwed with. But anyway, Maggie Haberman, you know, air fingers quote, leaks this. And of course, the media runs with it. But here he is in a video posted. Because now Facebook is taking, his blog is being, big tech, the same big tech companies that threw up a blockade to any discussion of the Wuhan lab leak theory that have now been like, uh, maybe that's true. They're back at their old antics, taking down Trump's social media communications. But here's a video that was posted over the weekend. Cut one. I want to thank everybody for the tremendous support you've shown. We're going to take back the Senate, take back the House. We're going to take back the White House. And sooner than you think, it's going to be really something special. But the love and the affection and the respect that you've given all of us, it's really important. The Republican Party is stronger than it's ever been, and it's going to be a lot stronger than it is right now. We're going to turn it around. We're going to turn it around fast. Thank you all very much. That support has been so incredible. Thank you. Oh, he must be talking about an insurrection. No, I think he's talking about the midterm elections in 2022 and the presidential election in 2024. When somebody says to me, Andrew, how do you, how do you, how do you do it? How do you stick with this guy? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? What I mean? What do you mean? I'll make this very simple. You know why it was so easy for me? And I know the accusation. Oh, you talk radio guys. You just you just went all in for Trump. You bowed at the altar. First of all, if you remember correctly, I endorsed no one in 2016. But then again, I endorsed no one in 2012 or 2008 because I don't do that. If you remember correctly, I created this little thing called Dark Heart Island because I wanted no part of never Trump, never Cruz. And never Trump, never Cruz threatened a win by Hillary Clinton, a dominating win by Hillary Clinton. Because if the Republican Party, if the center right to conservative coalition fell apart over never Trump, never Cruz, we would have we'd be talking about this second second term of Hillary likely. But thank God that that did not have the disastrous consequences. But I took no part in Never Trump, Never Cruz, if you remember correctly. But when somebody says, Andrew, how do you do it? How do you, how do you, how did you, how was it so easy for you to jump on the Trump bandwagon? I'll make this so easy that even you ankle biters will understand and not even say, well, Andrew, you're lying about that. I've never seen anyone fight like this before. Whether you love him or hate him, the guy fights. And I don't mean literally. I mean in the political and verbal sense. He gave the left everything. He gave the Democrats and the media everything that was being given 
to conservatives my entire life. Watching one weak Republican after another get stomped on by the media and, and, and guys that should not have taken that. Bob Dole was a World War II hero. He should have been able to punch back. Yes, he was an older man, but still punch back verbally, verbally, verbally against the media. Let me go back to H.W. Bush. Same thing. Republicans, and you know what? You say, Donald Trump's not really a Republican. He was a Democrat most of his life. Whatever you want, whichever way you want to come at this, whatever he was, whatever he became, if it was just that simple, then why didn't all these so-called conservatives and Republicans do this long before he did it? The void was so obvious. It was so obvious. It was so glaring that he was able to step right into it and go, here I am. And a lot of skeptics weren't sure. But then came the tax cuts, the regulatory rollbacks. I mean, even even people that had their skepticism were like, damn, this economy's good. On every level. You want to know why it's so easy? Because it's that, look, I was on the air here, behind this microphone, for eight years of Barack Obama. And I watched as millions of Americans suffered because of bad left-wing economic policymaking. For all the promises. For all the I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna say it, and you can get angry at me. Our health care plan is really good here at Sirius XM. I'm not one of those people that was promised if you can you want to keep your doctor, you can keep your doctor, you want to keep your plan, you keep your plan, you're gonna get a twenty twenty five hundred dollar, you know, reduction in premiums only to find out, oops, that's not true. It's a twenty five hundred dollar increase if you can get a plan at all. No, your doctor doesn't take this plan. That didn't happen to me. You know, if you really wanted it, if I really wanted to boil some people's blood, I could say I had it pretty good during the Obama years. But that's not what I want. That's not what we want. We want every American to have an opportunity at having it good. And the economy that we had starting in the spring of 2017 was that was that thing we've been looking for for our fellow Americans. Of course the prospects. You know a bad economy doesn't mean that everybody's broke. It doesn't mean the entire so-called middle class, you know, is in decline. What really is one of the indicators of the strength of the economy is what are the prospects for people with little access to higher education, could be based on finance, could be based on lack of academic ability. I'm not, tr- I'm not trying to insult anyone. What I'm getting at here is when you have an expansive, expansive, expansive economy that goes far beyond the predicted or perceived static pie, in reality, when you have a choice to make between looking at a segment of Americans who are going to be somewhat to totally dependent on the government to get by, and then the prospect of somebody with a high school education and really not much of an opportunity at a high-paying career. 
if those people, if the economy needs labor so much that wages rise, that for those people, they have a better chance of prosperity than they ever would have had just being on their own or having to compete in a short supply of employment. That is an indicator. And when we had the lowest unemployment rate, especially not trying to link lack of opportunity or academic ability to race, but when you look at the rising tide that lifted all boats, that was Kennedy's line. John F. Kennedy, John F. Kennedy, cut taxes, grow the economy. JFK, you can't even sell the Democrats on JFK anymore. You know, when they babble on, oh, Ronald Reagan couldn't win the Republican primary. No, JFK couldn't win the Democrat primary. JFK was not Bernie Sanders. JFK wasn't Elizabeth Warren. Harvard educated, yes. Elizabeth Warren, no. JFK didn't sound like this current crop of so-called democratic socialists that want you to actually believe that their socialism is kinder and gentler because they put the word democratic in front of it. It's the same destructive system of government and economics. It's never worked and it never will. And John F. Kennedy knew it. High taxes do not create prosperity. Prosperity does not flow from the Potomac River. It can't be legislated. It can't be granted. It's not a government program. I'm not going to play the clip again. We've played it ad nauseum. But Trump sounded almost identical. Reagan, Trump, and JFK sounded almost identical on economics. And you know what's funny is when you talk about big infrastructure spending, big infrastructure spending, if you are raising taxes and constricting the private sector, but then you want to spend more money, you're going to have to borrow. You're going to have to ease or print You're going to have high inflation. That was the Obama years. If you want more money to play with in D.C., you cut taxes. But the Democrat left thinks it's a question of morality. That taxes being paid are a question of morality. They are not. Taxes are levied and collected to facilitate and fund the legitimate functions of government as outlined in the Constitution, the state Constitution, the county charter, the city charter, the village or township charter. That's it. It's not a question of you're a good person, you're a bad person. So if you want to know why it's so easy, that's why. And here's Trump speaking at the North Carolina Republican Party. Cut two. We have to do so many things, or we're not going to have a country if you don't have election integrity. And if you don't have strong borders, our country can be run like a dictatorship. And that's what they'd like to do. I don't even think Biden is the dictator. If anybody knows who the hell is running that operation, could you let us know? Because I don't think it's Joe, but who the hell knows? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. And with all of the things currently going on, especially the prosecutorial misconduct that's going on at a level like nobody's seen for many, many years, That's all that's happening. And that's what they're doing. They want to silence you. They want to silence your voice. Remember, I am not the one trying to undermine American democracy. I'm the one that's trying to save it. Please remember that. You know, it's amazing. Who wouldn't give? Who wouldn't trade? A few meanie tweets, 
and sparring with the media to have the kind of unemployment rate we had just three years ago. The increase in wages we had just three years ago. You know what's funny about inflation and what's funny about wage increases is that if you borrow a sum of money to buy a home, to buy a car, to get a college degree, whatever it is, and then the job you take or the job you have or the job you seek is organically paying you more money. Like you factor it in, like this is what I have to make to cover these loans. And then you make more than that. You have extra money. That's a wonderful thing. When purchasing power comes from the organic economy, you can rely on it way more than the whims of politics. And there, there's no denying it. I don't, the media, if we had a malpractice suit that could be filed against the media, we would have filed it, but obviously we believe in the First Amendment, so that's not the case. But the media engaged in nothing but four years of malpractice when covering Trump. There was no such thing as good news. They, you would think that if we had a shared goal, but disagreed on how to achieve that goal, that when that goal was achieved, which was reigning in income inequality amongst whites and non-whites, as wages were rising for air fingers, quote, people of color, or non-white working age people, as the unemployment rate for non-white working age people went to the historic, not an annual, not a five-year, not a decade low, ever. You'd think people would be cheering. Nobody cheered it. Black Democrats, Hispanic Democrats couldn't say, hey, this is great. The thing that we've claimed, that we've wanted, that we've campaigned on all this time has happened. They didn't do it. And then when the pandemic hit, their immediate response was to run interference for China and to blame Trump, not China. And now we have, we'll get this in a a little bit, Fauci's all over the media now. Well, we shouldn't be blaming China because they'll pull back more. So now you're you're a diplomat? Who should we blame then, Dr. Fauci? If we can't blame the nation, that not only released the virus, didn't tell anyone about it. Who do we blame then? Well, we blame Trump. Oh, Trump is to blame. This very media said, Operation Warp Speed, we're not going to play the clips again, we've done it all before. Operation Warp Speed was a joke to them. The Wuhan lab leak theory and Operation Warp Speed have now reversed. Now they believe in, there's a possibility that the, Wuhan lab leak theory was real. And wow, now that it's Pride Month, everybody can get back out because of the vaccine. All hell, Joe Biden. I've got more. 1-866-95-PATRIOT-957-2874. There will be no slowing down this summer. Sirius XM Patriot.